0: I've been dating again. I've been on on all the fucking apps again.
1: Well, not all of them.
0: I don't do Tinder, but I'm on The League. I'm on Raya. I'm on fucking Hinge. Mm. On Hinge, it's like the guys are like, uh, you get more of a sense of their personality. And I like that you have to have their height on there, but they're just not as hot as the guys on Raya are just like infinitely hotter. Mm -hmm. But then they're just like, they're guys that like you end up fucking a couple times and it's like, oh, I just had fucked like one of the hottest guys I've ever met. And then that's that well that's
1: fun too
0: it is but not if you're looking for i'm looking for something else i'm running out of time here
1: that's not really true
0: yes it is it's different for women i well i know
1: it's i know there's a thing but also like people find love at any age
0: i don't know i'm watching these real housewives and that's not true
1: i mean okay so don't be a real housewife then like maybe their problem is not just that they're older women but that they're real housewives (laughs)
0: But they're like, but they're like gorgeous and they have money and stuff.
1: Well, but. And they're
0: charismatic. Like, and they can't find people. It's hard when you're a woman yeah, and then well, there's less men. maybe those
1: things are not the things. Maybe there's a lesson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like I have a great personality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I actually beg to differ. Okay. Thanks. I mean, I wouldn't marry you, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I mean, obviously I'm gay. That's I'm, what I mean by that.
0: Well, well, no, because that I feel like I have a personality that gay guys like.
1: Yeah. Okay. Not really
0: a personality that straight guys like.
1: Well, maybe that's your path. <laughs> you know? That's just how some people are. It's kind of an orientation in a way.
0: This one this one guy just didn't get my sense of humor. Yeah, that's good. Um
1: R- it weeds himself out. That's yeah, what I that's mean. what I've been trying to do yeah, before good to I be even meet them. Up front and exactly. Why waste your time on
0: He was like, You seem super lovely. What's your secret? Lovely. And I said, Crystal meth. Just kidding, it's adrenochrome. And he um said, Oh, thank God. I thought you had me going there for a second. Meth is evil. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> and he didn't uh, he didn't address the adrenochrome. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, he either didn't get your He goes, it's he,
0: working for you though.
1: <laughs> he either didn't get your uh joke he either didn't get your joke or he agrees that <clears throat> Adrenochrome. he's like on the dark side of Q, yeah, not the like so. child's like there's got to be people in Q. There's got to be like the bad guys who believe the stuff, but for the nefarious reasons, right? Oh, like adrenochrome enthusiasts in Q. Is there a subset of Q that's like, you know, the dark side? Like because they have to keep that going in a way. I mean, I guess I the know, conspiracies. But they, really I feel keep like
0: the, the ones that are going. keeping the dark side going are the ones that know it's bullshit. Like you know the the that father and son,
1: Ron and Jim Watkins, yeah, or whatever. Because now there's there's evidence that they evidence there's there's a theory that they long abandoned it so but, it's like but I
0: think it's it's like um uh dread pirate Robert.
1: Yeah is that his name I don't know
0: from Princess Bride you know how it's like
1: Oh, I never her- saw Princess Bride. Are you fucking kidding me? What? <laughs> yeah, I never you saw You never saw that I movie? always meant how to how is that possible? It was like on and stuff, but I never sat down As to actually watch I thought, it. I would think that you would love that you know, movie. No, the thing is that like I was really against Monty Python, so I had <laughs> I had missed I had missed Prince of Tides, but then kind of came back around. <laughs> Prince of Tides. A uh, Prince of Tides, I'm sorry. Uh, what was it thought? <laughs> Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah, <laughs> Prince of Tides. I actually have seen no, Prince like of Tides 30 seen times. A million times. <laughs> never seen Princess Bride, but I've seen the Prince of Tides. <laughs> that's a song. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's just a couplet. It's a couplet in a, from a rap about myself. <laughs> never seen Princess Bride, but I saw the Prince of Tides probably about 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die.
0: So, well, so you won't really get this reference, but in Princess Bride, Carrie Ellis is the dread pirate Rogers, Rogers or Roberts, I forget. And uh, I'll just call him DPR. And uh, he, you know, has like this mask on. He goes to like steal this princess, but it's not, he's not really the, that guy. Um, that guy is just like a lore, and different men take over for that guy. Like they, they, Like one will like uh, apprentice under the other one and then kind of like pass the torch when the Mm -hmm. other one dies. Just and it keeps the like myth of this like really mean pirate going, but Mm -hmm. it's been several people. Mm -hmm. Got it. And I think that that's probably what those cue is. Yeah. Yeah. But they never found the very first one. Right. What about the aliens though?
1: That guy is a a nut. Who? The guy that was talking that testified.
0: There's three men that testified.
1: Oh, I only saw the one.
0: There's three men. Why would you think he was a nut?
1: Oh, the, that he's been making outlandish claims about like the uh, about um uh, uh the Vatican? That guy? Yeah. Well, yes. you don't think
0: the Vatican is involved, involved, involved in, in cover ups and UFOs. conspiracies? Well, sure. And all these other. But so why this, not in that?
1: Because I mean, that's such a that's such a leap. Why not in anything? You know?
0: Yeah, but it just made it. I don't know. He's that's
1: it, also like that's that's this your your same kind of deduction is something that somebody else can but do. So he's just going are, through a thought process. You find,
0: but these people are testifying under oath.
1: Yeah,
0: like at the risk of perjuring people themselves. People lie and having, so much. But. But what would be the end game for that? For this, like, oh my what God, would be the fame, point? Fame,
1: attention—that's uh, what people always like, say pull, about like
0: when women to, say that they've been sexually assaulted, and it's but, like, well, what fame and attention? What does that but it's, get? It's, for it's a someone? totally
1: different thing to see an alien and to be some somebody who makes a discovery and to take credit for that and to bring that out into the world versus I've been raped.
0: But so it's no, not the same thing. He, no, but it he's talking about how this is a huge government. I know. Ish, but, there's, but there were three different men. They're all whistleblowers. Plus, they had to give these reports, and they gave, gave these testimonies and these reports to Congress before they did this hearing that was public. So, you know, since... Uh, and before that, before this even happened, so Chuck Schumer, like, presented this law, this whistleblower's law, that was just specifically for UFO aliens. people. Yeah, and it's it, really interesting because... They said a lot of things like he, they don't call them unidentified aerial phenomena. Now they call them unidentified anomalous phenomena. And then when I was mm-hmm. looking through the Chuck Schumer, through the the law, through the that he with the protections, it was like talking about like uh, UAPs and it's like whether from space or air or sea. Mm-hmm. And so and then the other guy said that he didn't want to call them extraterrestrials because he wanted to keep. The aperture open for them you know be from the ocean that's basically and that so like that's kind of like where they're going with some of this
1: uh well i like that idea <laughs> I, think I all of it's people's words i want to see the receipts
0: i think we're going to okay because i'm open to that, that i'm reserving been, judgment they, they're getting us used to the idea like they're like they, they started releasing things like the government started releasing things like what in 2019 like And then they started releasing more during COVID, like the videos of like the Naval people. And so apparently like there are these UAPs like literally every day and they investigate all of them. A lot of them are found out to be, you know, like a weather balloon or this or that, but then there are these other ones that aren't. And, I actually think what AOC said was really interesting cuz she's on the oversight committee so she was at that she's part of the hearing uh-huh. and had to ask questions we get the our defense budget is 800 billion dollars a year yeah and 400 billion of that goes to private contractors and there's absolutely zero accounting done or auditing and the the Pentagon has never once been able to like uh give like a reconciliation receipt for anything, and they don't—they don't even try anymore, and it's billions of dollars.
1: That's cr- It's uh, hundreds of billions of dollars every a year. year,
0: every year. And so, what she said was like, "So, if that's a thread that we can pull, and we can like get transparency there because we're pushing this," she was like, "Then that's a good thing. Like, I'm all for that because the, these men are asserting that these are these these are the program they were working at programs through." The Defense Department, like they were all government workers, these guys. um, They're not and they're not the first to come forward. And it's really interesting to me that like a lot of stories are like matching up with different things, like especially with like the time frame. And
1: well, if stories match up and they're public, then. Like some they could have studied up on that for consistency, you know
0: what the like, but the, the government guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, if there's like. You know.
0: No, i mean it just seems very
1: proof but i'm i'm open i'm reserving my judgment until there are actual receipts and not just people's words
0: and people were like oh he's crazy he's talking about multi-dimensional uh travel and it's like yeah duh that's how it have to happen also that's what carl sagan said okay that's what like he said in his in his book so it's like yeah clear like and the thing is is that what we know as reality might not really be reality well, like what we duh. know I
1: mean, what we know is reality is it ranges from person to person everybody has their own exactly um, well, so you know? like
0: what we what we know to be true might it, it could it might just be like a fraction of it so like for people i think people are being really like
1: i once interviewed a woman about objectum sexuals and oh. she said that they you know people can experience things on different vibrations so for them to be they, they might just be like having this frequency reaction to, you know, some kind of vibration in an object. Listen, you know?
0: when I say that like things are adding up, what I mean is that when he started talking about interdimensional travel, yeah, it felt a lot like my experience with them.
1: Okay, so things are lining up versus when you but talk to aliens on the I ground. Obviously okay. well, I
0: obviously have not spoken to this man.
1: Confirming you're okay.
0: I've not spoken to this man, so yeah. he doesn't know what I'm thinking. Right. Um, And then also like...
1: But there could be confirmation bias, right?
0: Sure. But for me, that's like, okay, he's on to something. Right. Also, th- these aren't just happening in America. They're happening all over the world. And the first one didn't happen according to the what we know the first one happened in Italy that's uh-huh. what he said in the 30s and then roswell i think was what the late 40s early 50s
1: something like that
0: and the government has lies about everything all the time so
1: sure but
0: they said that the issue is that they're trying to reverse engineer this technology yeah and sorry i just want to talk about aliens for a sec they're uh-huh. They're trying to reverse engineer this technology and the the national security threat in that is that, you know, these UFOs are being found in other countries like Russia and Russia beats us to it like, like
1: palling up, palling, like well, making friends with the aliens, you
0: know, getting this technology then they can maybe use it as a weapon or something like that. Here's my theory.
1: I feel like Russia has all it needs, basically, to uh, uh, blow us up anyway, right? Uh, totally, but... I mean, but they need alien power, too.
0: Well, maybe, it, maybe if they had the... I don't so, know. like,
1: vaporize us like that, like, in one second right now. Yeah,
0: maybe they could kill us in a way that wouldn't really affect them, you know? Uh-huh. But in the last hundred years, our technology and our progress has just, like, sped up, yeah. like, exponentially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a really long time when people you know, just going around on things that had wheels and, you know, all of this stuff wasn't discovered in the last like hundred years, you know, there's been Teflon, there's been all different kinds of new fabrics. It's like, I think that some of the it internet. might be, that's true. And that's the thing is that I would never have been able to describe the internet to myself back then. Like I couldn't, I would never <laughs> have been able to wrap my head around it.
1: You uh, what, know, before like when you were born? No, no like before I you say were like, born.
0: What? No. In the (laughs) (laughs) nineties, like in like 92 or something. We, and I didn't have the internet until I got to NYU. We didn't have it in my house. I I I I, barely understood it.
1: uh, Oh, so uh, we did, we had various kind of, you know, early internet kind of things like prodigy. I had genie too at one point, AOL pretty early on. Um, but I don't know. None of it surprises me that much. I feel like everything we were told was go- that it would be like a big card catalog kind of type of thing. And obviously, like the networking is something different. But even that was kind of predictable. You know, Andy Warhol.
0: What?
1: Andy Warhol kind of presaged the Internet.
0: I guess. I don't know. It's not, not really. Not, not,
1: not concretely, but in the abstract that there'd be somehow a means for people to achieve fame at a much higher rate, but a lower level
0: wonder if we'll be able to see the aliens like on internet 3.0 like you know um fucking the metaverse wait there's so many things for us to talk
1: about i know okay so um i don't know if you saw but jamil and jamil responded to the hate that she got by supporting lizzo oh,
0: well, let's talk, like We well, have to set
1: the yeah, yeah but i haven't read them yet i just saw i actually went online today because i don't know if you want to reveal this but It turns out Jamila Jamil has blocked another of Tracy's accounts.
0: (laughs) She blocked my Pipe Dreams account.
1: Which is like, she had to go looking for that. But she still hasn't blocked you. She hasn't (laughs) blocked me. So I went on today to be like, I wonder if she's blocked me. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let him keep her informed. (laughs) And so I haven't read it. I just saw that she posted three screens worth of response to the response to emojis.
0: Oh my God. In response okay, to Lizzo's so,
1: statement, in response to Lizzo's backup dancers' allegations.
0: Okay, so what happened is Lizzo is being sued by her backup dancers. Yes. Be, for being a, a bitch and sexual harassment.
1: <laughs> yes. Do you want, should we go down, should we read
0: some of what?
1: The allegations?
0: Yeah. I mean, some of this stuff, I'm interested to know, like, because some these things aren't always so black and white you know what i mean yeah like uh i don't think they're lying at all in their papers but like i'm wondering like how long did they i don't know i don't want to uh, sound like i'm victim blaming no no
1: i know but it's like um
0: here's my thing because it it kind of opened the floodgates, <sighs> right because, for because it's like people you, to come forward yes now it's
1: been a very big lizzo pile on oh yeah this week and
0: people are coming forward and they're the other people that are coming forward are not really coming forward with the kind of allegations that are in the lawsuit which
1: involves sexual allegations
0: yes because when they went to the red light district in amsterdam
1: really what happened is any to anybody that lizzo was an asshole to came forward and was like lizzo's an asshole and it's a lot of different stories Mm -hmm. it's a big range of stories
0: and here's what i have to say about that being a bitch is not illegal
1: that's true that sounds like a lizzo lyric (laughs)
0: thing is like, it's, it's people when this kind of thing happens, it's like, you know, there are certain allegations that like, yes, should maybe should have these kinds of consequences.
1: But like sexual harassment is a big deal. Yeah.
0: yeah, No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who are like, she was mean to me because she was a mean lot of to
1: that. me. I don't care about.
0: Yeah, exactly. But that's a lot. Well, you know, I of do
1: care about the Postmates worker that she.
0: Right. exposed,
1: that Showed the picture. on. It was like a whole thing. It said this yeah. girl stole my food. But in fact, what that girl did was she called up. Someone didn't answer the phone because that's happened to me, too, before I order something on Seamless and I get this call from a weird number and I'm like, I don't know what that is because I have in my head, oh, they're going to ring me or whatever. It's going to happen one way mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen that way. And then like that's happened to me once or twice where it like takes a ring or, or maybe like a series or a, a cycle of rings to be like, right. oh, shit, that's who that was. They
0: never ring the bell anymore.
1: They, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even though even when you're expecting it. So whatever. So like that happens, Whatever. But that was really fucked up that she blew up that girl's spot like that. And then that girl had to quit and stuff. And she got such, she said she got like insane harassment, which it's just mean internet comments, but she didn't deserve that. She yeah. was doing her job and exactly. she tried.
0: Well, that's like harassment on the job. Um, that was and not it cool. Had, it had like real life consequences for her. Real life consequences. But then there, there are people who are coming forward that were like that, that film director, the documentarian director, that yes. only worked with her for two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. And then, and was like, you know, I, I don't know what really went down but like she left the project. She wasn't
1: specific enough, but she She wasn't
0: me. specific enough. Okay, and you wait. know what? It very well could be that Lizzo was a total cunt to this woman. Here's the thing, like we were talking about Madonna's True Third Air, cuz we did we covered that on Wawoo, and Madonna if she, any of if any of that shit had gone down in today's day and age that happened that you see happen on True Third Air that just seems really like just kind of fun and lighthearted that today could really be that could be a lawsuit that could be several lawsuits you know
1: it could be but maybe it should have been back then you know that's not that's not well, to say all that, seem that like they
0: were having a lot of fun
1: in truth or dare
0: yes that's right. what i'm saying but uh, the, here's so the other could, thing uh, what i'm saying is that
1: if there's I think a scenario to, get to
0: the top like that to be to like to really get to like the top of your field in that way yeah being kind is a great thing, but a lot of times, you know, you have to be biting and you have to be hungry and you have to, you know what I mean? Exactly. And some people do it with more charm than others.
1: And you know what? Everybody gets to have an opinion about the way that you do that though is the thing. Oh, totally. And so, but that's part of the point. I think that's what's, what's so, what blows my mind so much is that like, I mean, something that, me and a lot of other people have been saying all along is that like celebrities are assholes and you don't have to take them seriously and you shouldn't you certainly shouldn't hero worship them and again and again this stuff comes out where people are assholes yeah and it's like i can't believe it like that's oh my I god that's that's i like, so don't
0: identify with that like i just am not shocked anymore i'm about- not
1: surprised by this at all no
0: they were, they were there
1: were there were signs there were signs she's like the, the way that she talks about herself on social media makes me feel like that is not somebody that I would want to have a conversation Uh, with in certain moods, I guess, because I'm sure she could be lovely at other times. Obviously,
0: I feel like there's a reason why I've just been turned off in general. Like, I I don't even like her music. No, the music
1: to to me, the music always sounds like it's making fun of itself. It's got like a real kind of like (laughs) weird Al timbre to it. Yeah. You know, it feels like novelty music all of the time for me. Just not my thing. Can't avoid it, though. I mean, what am I going to do? Like, no there's, no, there's no real reason to like be mad at a lot of Lizzo yeah, stuff. Just it's just it. aggressively. Yeah, it's just aggressively mediocre to me, like a lot, a lot of it. Is.
0: But like, I, I do think that in particular, and you and I, I will co- come off sounding like Jamila Jamil a little bit here, but I do think that women and men are judged a little bit differently when it comes to aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like when women are aggressive... In the way that men can be in their careers, or if they're like a little bit cutthroat, it's I, people just don't take as much offense to it when guys do it.
1: If all of these allegations people, were about a guy, it would have been a huge story too.
0: Oh no, no, I'm talking about like the being nice.
1: Oh, the being nice. Thing. Yeah, yes, the, that's absolutely true. You know,
0: like the 100. Like, oh, I didn't like that person's attitude. Do you think that woman would have left a documentary with Jay Z if she just didn't like his attitude? She would have stayed, and she would have made the fucking documentary. Unless it was like something serious, like he was harassing her. Well,
1: Look, here's what here were her words. Her name is Sophia Nahili Allison. She was she was briefly that movie, that that HBO movie, Love Lizzo. So Sophia shares on uh, Twitter or whatever it's called. In 2019, I traveled a bit with Lizzo to be the director of her documentary. I walked away after about two weeks. I was treated with such disrespect by her. She called Lizzo arrogant, self-centered and unkind. I was not protected and was thrown into a shitty situation with little support. My spirit said to run as fast as you fucking can. And I'm so grateful I trust in my gut. I felt gaslit and was deeply hurt, but I've healed. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, we can't judge for ourselves because she doesn't go into specifics.
0: So I actually asked, because once the pylon started really coming in. Yeah,
1: um, I couldn't wait to see how she would respond to it. Well, I thought I, she'd get on social media crying. I, th- I thought really? we could definitely see a video of her crying she didn't do that, which kind of impressed me.
0: I thought I was like, has anyone stuck up for Lizzo? Has anyone come out in support of Lizzo? And today we got that because yeah. when Lizzo released her statement,
1: she released a statement,
0: Jamila Jamil, she commented on it with a bunch of hearts.
1: Yes. Emojis. Uh, she did. And the Lizzo's statement in response to this stuff, which we didn't even really go into in terms of the actual substance the of the, eaten the bananas out of
0: coochies, and then...
1: That they, yeah. Uh, it sounds was, like they all went to a sex show in Amsterdam. Weight shamed.
0: Weight shamed. Uh,
1: which, that is the most fucked up that's thing. That's 100% I mean, the n- most fucked up thing. Maybe it could all... There, maybe it's not the most fucked up thing, but it's one of the no, it's glaring... The, it's the most
0: hypocritical thing.
1: Exactly. It's very not on brand, and that's kind of the issue that I personally have with a lot of people who are very kind of uh, in your face mm-hmm. while selling a product about their politics mm-hmm. is just that like, it feels like a pose. Like for example, Jamila Jamil. Yes. It's like an angle. It's Two a Two peas thing. in
0: a pod, those.
1: Well, clearly mm. secured through emoji. I can't pretty wait. pretty
0: sure Lizzo was like one of her first guests on her podcast.
1: But I'm sure she would be. Uh, so Lizzo's-
0: I have to say this though. I do think that that took balls for Jamila Jamil to do that. Or maybe she just totally miscalculated and didn't think that people were going to like whatever. But she like, not, yeah, I think a lot of people weren't doing that. You know, a lot of Lizzo's like famous friends, but Jamila did. And well,
1: Beyonce, for example, Beyonce didn't sing her name in the breakdown. I guess, yeah, I guess she does the the rap of, from of, the Vogue remix of Break My Soul yeah. at the Renaissance shows. And she says she
0: says all these. Yes, iconic black women's names.
1: Famously leaving out Tina Turner and Mariah Carey. Okay, so Lizzo, her response is,
0: how, "Wait, so she responded with like a text thing?" And how many slides is it? Four. Okay.
1: And Jamila's is a three, <laughs> uh, screenshot, three screenshot stories response to the backlash. <laughs> to the backlash.
0: The ba- yeah, she because she used. She commented positively on Lizzo, and then people were like, what the hell? (laughs) like you're supposed to be like you're this is about harassment at work and you're supposed to be like believing the victims and believing women when they say that they've been sexually assaulted. Yeah.
1: And so Jamila felt the need to respond to that. Of course she did. She lives for this. She she was born to respond to that kind of criticism. Uh, So Lizzo says these last few days have been gut wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. That's going hard. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I have always been very passionate about what I do, I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I have to make the hard decision to take you to eat bananas out of a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) None of us are going to like it, but we got to do it. I, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> what? Why? Like This is a bad statement.
0: Did they all go to the, like this sex show in the red light district, like as like a, like a group activity or something? While sounds like it.
1: It sounds like it. But it also could be a situation like that where you feel like you can't say no. And maybe you've been pressured and maybe you've been told you can't say no. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah. like, we don't know what the substance of it is. But yeah. also, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. What, I'll tell
0: you how, one thing. I wouldn't put anything in my mouth if Lizzo told me to, and I don't care how much she's paying me.
1: <laughs> it's fair. Even her fucking flute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people and the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I'm very I open. Probably,
0: I think that there's some truth that lives in that.
1: I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. There's nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would never, would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I mean, it would be crazy if she did.
0: Well, that's the thing is that like, we've only really heard the complaint. Yeah. We haven't really heard her version of events. And, you know, it probably is not great you know, but maybe it's not as bad as people are saying.
1: Maybe she had a different experience or, or perceived things differently because.
0: Yeah, maybe it's a perception. Maybe it was like an, imp- well, maybe people thought she was implying something about that woman's weight and she really wasn't.
1: And and maybe with the sex show thing, like it could be a situation where you feel pressured because your boss is- wants you to do this or so you're going to put on a brave face, but you hate it the whole time. Yeah. But you're just trying to get through the moment. But then the person who's doing it doesn't really detect how uncomfortable you are. So So it's like like a lot of a lot of guessing games and yeah, like a lot of exactly. It's a big ball of tension basically in a way, but which is not to excuse it or whatever. It's just to say that there's a possibility for a a perception mismatch, a a discordance. Yeah, totally. Perceptive, perceptive discordance. And like, what do you do about that? Not to stand for Lizzo. I no, would I'm never.
0: Sa- no, I'm tell- I'm saying that like, I don't. Yeah, you're exactly right.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in this world be overshadowed by this. All
0: right. But cu- But cu- time's out. Yeah. What is she talking about? Her what music. Work? Her music. Wait, she's talking about her music. I believe so. Oh, she's not talking about like some kind of like social.
1: Oh, no. That, the way I the first way I read that is she means it's not going to let she's not going to let but maybe she also means the good work I've. Put in by being, you know, a fat pop star. Yeah, representation. Yeah, you know. I mean,
0: and she did listen to be something like that. Like she's had to fucking take it on the chin from a lot of people, and like the internet comments. um, To be like a trailblazer in something like that, specifically, it's
1: just a huge target on you.
0: Yes, and the the and you know, I we both know from like internet comments that like the mean ones can really stick with you and fuck you up. And to have that on that massive of a oh, level totally. well, would be really tough.
1: I know. but And that's the thing, too, is that she's almost, to me, an argument for... I want to say ad hoc. Do I mean it that ad, way? Oh, is it ad, ad hoc? hoc?
0: Or ad hoc? Is it ad hoc? I've yeah. always thought it was ad hoc.
1: Ad hoc representation. Is that what I want to say? I might have to delete. When necessary or needed, basically, yeah. Is it? It's or just, and it's a long O representation for representation's sake. Let's say you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I like that. I actually do like that. There is a fat pop star like yeah. that. I think that is good. I but I like the idea of Lizzo more than I like her Lizzo. music. Yeah, and I and her personality, I actually not really into it either. Yeah. So to me, like she's an or important her fashion. She's an important concept. You know. Yeah. I I, I'm, I cannot be mad. I would never, like, denounce Lizzo. But, like, you'll, you'll never find me flipping to the Lizzo song. If she, if, never. In a million years. If she's at a festival,
0: years, that's when I'm going to eat.
1: That's when I'm going to the bathroom yeah. for a while. <laughs> it's like in church. When I would go to church.
0: It's so go to the long bathroom, in church. i totally read the
1: whole bulletin. It totally was <laughs> because, because church was so boring that so that was, like, more interesting <laughs> I used
0: to um, sneak I always, books in all the time. Yes. And I put it in my missile.
1: Around the the second reading of the gospel, it started to drift, you know, <laughs> because then there's the whole consecration and oh the whole God. thing on and on and on. It was
0: it was so dreadful when I was younger.
1: So boring. By the way, what? I thought of you because uh, I was in yoga and during the shavasana, like the meditation at the end, she was like, <laughs> "Set your intention," and. I was like, I want to be pregnant with myself, <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought about telling you about that. <laughs> what just happened? You and just I was like, laughing? I was like so close. It was the closest I've come <laughs> since church, when that was when like it was like so inappropriate, and it was like I could not do that. You know, like when I was an altar boy, and I'd laugh on the altar. When it's like, like under no circumstances can this be happening right now, and yet it is. <laughs> so <laughs> i didn't get there yet but yeah oh, so, so
0: let's let's hear jamila's response to the to the backlash to the backlash
1: stop flooding my dms about lizzo nobody knows what has actually happened due to the all-familiar pipeline of a woman especially a black woman flying too high in the media becoming more powerful than the media and being too comfortable in her own skin then being dragged down and punished over claims Before they are proven to be true, I don't think it's wise to start jumping in with speculation. That's one sense. Wow. Well, nobody starting with nobody knows.
0: I would think that if these same exact allegations were made about a man, she would be freaking out about it. Also,
1: okay, we're talking about Lizzo, who's a black woman, but all of the women who are accusing her are black women. So she's, so who's... So who's who are we protecting here? Like
0: the one that has power, or the ones that don't.
1: Just to, yeah, just to use that as like one of the reasons why it's like, what are you saying that black women attack other black women? Like what what what's the judgment that you're making bare? She she's incoherent.
0: She doesn't she have like five podcasts? She can't just say what she oh she thinking had to do it those?
1: immediately immediately. <laughs> she got to work. She, you know she just does it to the like, good
0: work I put out there in the world.
1: Totally. She just does it to like get involved like obviously yes. at this point she knows exactly how it's gonna go
0: i bet it but i bet it went a long way with lizzo though
1: i bet it did too <laughs> I bet lizzo will will reference it when she I comes back if she does such
0: a fucking long and vivid dream about jamila jamil last night wow. and it was so realistic wow yeah it was i was you angry. Know what?
1: You should talk about it on the bonus.
0: Oh, okay. I'm going to tell that story on the bonus.
1: So it's we'll be seeing your good. five it's... bucks again, Jamila. <laughs> <laughs> you can't resist Tracy, <laughs> Tracy dreaming about you. You
0: got to hear it. Is it sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the bonus.
1: I love it. I love it. <clears throat> Continuing on with her statement. We're only halfway through the first <laughs> screen. I don't think it's wise to start jumping in with speculation. And the excuse of this accusation being used to justify abhorrent abuse about Lizzo's ex- appearance is batshit crazy. See C- Meg the stallion, Meghan Markle, Whitney, Janet, Mariah all went through similar moments when doing too well. Uh, Mariah, Mariah went through a moment when she was flopping as did Whitney. Uh, that In fact, you know, one of the my, my speculative op- points of the whole glitter debacle was, was it from the flop that she, that I'm sure it added the stress. She'd never flopped before. Yeah.
0: It had to have been. If
1: if that had been like a hugely successful project, I think it would have been a lot... She would have probably been a lot less harried. Although apparently she was uh, not sleeping, which is exactly why she was acting the way that she was.
0: Yeah, I've been like that.
1: By the way, my insomnia totally cured itself and I'm sleeping better than ever. (laughs)
0: From what? What was the difference?
1: I just... One night I started being able to go back to sleep and yeah. that was it. And I've been Good for you. and every time I because I've been waking up, I usually wake up to pee at like at the time because Prince wakes us up at 430. Oh, and yeah. And and, and then I, j- I just go back to bed and I'm like, OK, go back to sleep. And I've been doing it.
0: <laughs> Good.
1: It's great. I'm so happy. It, was, right, it was a really rough time. OK, continuing. <laughs> <to me. laughs> OK, but
0: I am happy for you.
1: Thank you. I'm happy for me, too. I have no idea what is going on, but I think the amount of media speculation this has already gotten without evidence yet is deeply sus. She's complaining about the media. That okay. Exactly. Listen. She's like, get your news from me. Stop listening to the media. Listen to me.
0: Stop listening to journalists.
1: Yeah, stop listening to journalists. Listen to me and my celebrity friends. Because Lizzo's too powerful. She's more powerful than the media. What are you talking about? What the fuck does Lizzo's more pop more powerful than the media even mean?
0: How many followers does she have?
1: I, probably like tens of millions but still as well as how excited everyone on social media seems to be about it i hope everyone involved is okay and i hope this all ends with peace and clarity screen two the level of abuse and personal wait attack. this is
0: only screen two now yeah. oh my god
1: the level of abuse and personal attack being levied at this already hounded and bullied woman is some of the worst i've ever seen people are genuinely enjoying this online it's extremely perverse if people write a supportive heart 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 under her post, I think she actually she diminished the I know I, I believe she did. And they're also a different color heart. I believe hers were red, red. on the post, yeah. these are pink. Can't can't keep her story straight. Good old Jamila. Yeah. <laughs> even, even the most mundane, that's that's how you know. It's like that's why there are holes, because she can't keep the story straight.
0: Well, you know what?
1: But she's really good at selling it and making it seem like she can keep the story. If, you, if you're gonna be a
0: liar you have to be very smart I know Judge Judy says that you don't have to be smart wait
1: you don't have to have a good memory if you don't lie
0: yes if you don't yeah if you always tell the truth you don't have to have a good memory yeah.
1: uh, a supportive heart 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 under her post it's not to decide who is right or wrong it is to remind this woman that there is still love in the world amongst the immeasurable hatred that the public does not show to men who have been accused <laughs> <laughs> and even convicted of far worse. I don't know. What? I d-
0: Are, who? who I don't Name think... Name me one.
1: Yeah. and Harvey also- Weinstein,
0: he got it way worse than Lizzo. Everyone... So <laughs> many
1: of them. Quentin Tarantino went through a thing and he didn't yeah. even like touch anybody. You yeah. know? The yeah. whole thing with, with uh, Uma Thurman and the car and also his proximity to Harvey. I mean, this is up and down. So many people.
0: I think because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was a
1: whole thing. Everybody.
0: Yeah. Everybody. Well, because I think that... Quentin Tarantino like because he knew and so he yeah, actually turned a blind eye to, to
1: he it. would have had to to be that close. In well, fact, he, he kind of got off scot free and dating
0: with Mira he was dating Mira Sorvino exactly. when it happened when yeah. Harvey tried to rape her. Yeah. So and the fact that he just kept working with him, that would have devastated me when I like if that had if my boyfriend continued to try to work so with him, my up. attacker.
1: No, everybody thought it was just the way it was gonna be. It's yeah. wild. Uh, Then this is in a black box with white font. Previously, we were on the white background with black font. There are a lot of witnesses. I'm sure the truth will out and whatever the verdict, abusing her over her appearance will never be okay. I've only ever seen black women publicly dehumanized in this way this easily. Uh, I'm not, I'm kind of not surprised that she's taking this tack because it's like. She
0: would argue her way around anything.
1: To in give a way, her more words to say. <laughs>
0: for sure, but in a way that's going to benefit her. Definitely. Like ha- preserving right. this How relationship this with Lizzo me, basically. is good for her. Yes. And for her brand.
1: Totally. But also, she's viewing it through her own lens, I think, where she's really identifying with Lizzo as somebody that she feels is persecuted. Yes in a way that she is. For just
0: being herself. (laughs)
1: And I'm sure there's some truth to that, but there's also the fact of the matter is that when you say something in public and if you're going to be arrogant enough to do so, you have to accept that people are going to say things back. There's going to be a whole spectrum of things and some of them are going to be outlandish and threatening and ridiculous and some of them are going to be legitimate criticism and Jamila Jamil sees it as all the same. And so that's why it's ridiculous. It's this authoritarian streak of like you now you shut up and listen to me always and it's just like she's not the one she's not the intellect that we need no she's not and she takes up a lot of space like one does by the way did you see what emily radigowski said about taylor swift
0: no but we have to get to this third slide (laughs) okay (laughs) but mark that down because i do want to i do have it marked down okay
1: You're allowed to be angry with me for saying there is never an excuse to talk about a woman's appearance as a way of discussing your dislike or disapproval of their behavior. Okay, so this is the response to her... She's responding to the response to her response. Okay. You're allowed to be angry with me for saying there is never an excuse to talk about a woman's appearance as a way of discussing your dislike or disapproval for their behavior. But that will always be my stance. Okay. What?
0: So now she's (laughs) saying that people are only...
1: Now she's getting criticized for the content of her statement, which was, which, you know, how she twisted it into a thing. It's just that she like ended up on this, like she ended up finding her so moral high saying, ground by making it a thing about how now Lizzo's being attacked for this, but it's totally sidestepping the whole substance of yeah. this issue. She's and saying that she's it, being
0: attacked for her body size.
1: Yes, exactly. And making this thing. And, and that's. Jamila Jamila's platform so she's converted it into like her narrative of the story but there are people apparently who are angry at her for coming out and say something that I actually agree with that like you shouldn't make fun of. She's right about that. Yeah, it's just the her presentation but of it's also so it's, tacky. She's so
0: phony. Like exactly, she's, it's all performative. It's so all like,
1: performative, but it's and pseudo intellectual. That's what drives me crazy about. <laughs> totally, it, you know, it's just it not is. smart. It is, and she ca- and and she it pers- she persistently positions herself as this intellect, and it's just like I'm sorry, this is not our public intellectual. It's not. This is social media going too far.
0: At one hundred, yeah, I'm on board with you.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but I'm reading it.
0: But, I, but I'm yeah, let's do it.
1: <laughs> I have not commented on what has happened. Just the disgusting behavior of people online. It is my opinion and always has been that when we use someone's body slash weight as a tool to attack them, we don't only harm that person. We harm everyone who looks like that person seeing our vitriol online.
0: This is her just trying to do. She's doing making excuses.
1: Stump speech. Yeah. It's, it's also like what's the most virtuous yeah point like what what's the most virtuous side i can take like the how virtual can I, olympics yeah lizzo might not be might not see what you say about her body but your friends colleagues with bigger bodies might keep your critiques to what is relevant do not allow for women to be ripped to shreds over her appearance i again she's a point i don't really think that's the point of any of this exactly
0: she's trying <laughs> to make it she's trying she's, to
1: make it a jamila jamil issue
0: yes um, someone on Twitter post. you know the show it's called the other two. yeah, this is from their finale or a screenshot from the other two where she says it gets worse. Jamila Jamil just offended you. yeah, hey. yeah. <laughs> people people wrote to me because they they talked about like bees and car accidents. Uh-huh. and so people were like writing to me, I've never seen the show before. People uh, love it,
1: yeah, I've watched some of it. it. It is good i I've been slowly making my way through it. Um, it's funny.
0: Actually Jamila, speaking of Jamila and Jamil, remember when she was on that cult? Aren't we always?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goes well, without saying. Remember when she was on that podcast about with those girls about the cults? Yes. And she was talking about the, the diet culture cult?
1: Yes. Culture is it cult? a cult? Was that is that the name of that podcast? Is it, is a, it cult? a cult? it a
0: cult? Yeah. Um, those girls are suing each other. <gasps> yeah.
1: Is that a cult? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I guess the show's over, are they still? <laughs> Still doing it
0: No the show's been
1: over mm. and,
0: and it was apparently like hugely successful Yeah
1: it was definitely successful I I mean again that The episode that I listened to I think it was in the 90s Or maybe the 100s or something I, I was not particularly impressed with that podcast I never went back and listened to it again But maybe you know after a certain amount of time You've run through all the cults And then you gotta find other cults And it's like okay I guess we got Jamil and Jamil She'll come and talk about it There are other cults though uh- Yeah uh there are there's a finite amount of cults though probably i mean yeah. they probably there's probably been We
0: can do all kinds of different
1: sects yeah stuff like that
0: we know that there's different kinds of mennonites
1: yeah you
0: know okay
1: are they um cult?
0: the popular mennonites are they cool oh no oh that's perfect for the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> i bet they've done it we should listen to the episode not really. I have so uh, much to, to listen to uh, same. at the moment. So it's
0: the popular. So- All right. This is from the Daily Beast, uh, July 18th. So it's a couple weeks ago, um, but I just noticed it. Um, the popular sounds like a cult podcast has been beset by allegations of abusive behavior, artistic differences and business disputes, culminating in the creator suing her former co-host for half a million bucks. Writer Amanda Montel, the original creator of the podcast, filed a complaint against Isabella medina Mate. I love that name. It's like, it just sounds, it just rolls off your tongue, you know? By Isabella medina, medina, medina. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday in Los Angeles. The podcast was not meant to be a how-to, in quotes, on manipulation and abuse, according to the lawsuit, which alleges that medina Mate's behavior crossed a line, And irony not lost on Montel. She said, Montel's interest in cults has a personal aspect. She told people her father spent part of his adolescence living with Synanon, a group initially set up to treat addiction that became a cult. Yeah, there's a really good podcast about Synanon, actually. Did they talk about Flory Fisher? No. Or maybe they do. Maybe I didn't get that far. Synanon, a group initially set up to treat addiction that became a cult known for its violence and terror-inducing attack therapy sessions. She started the podcast in 2020 prior to the release of her book, Cultish, The Language of Fanaticism. Oh, yeah, I read that. Which examined the language used by *Heaven's Gate*. And blah blah. Was it good?
1: Uh, I started that. I should say.
0: Okay. <laughs> um. So it sounds like she got this book deal. She wrote the book, and it was like a kind of like an effort, like to launch mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. And I that sounds like, and it sounds like it was like pretty successful. Um, Montel invited Medina Matey, a new acquaintance, to come on board as a co-host. Well, According that was to her this misjudgment. Suit, that's what I'm saying. Come on. Yeah.
1: No, judge you, you a would A new not. acquaintance? A new acquaintance. You mean you partnered with someone you didn't know? You picked her. Yeah. You know? And you didn't do a good job.
0: The duo recorded episodes on the cult-like qualities of multi-level marketing, fraternities and sororities, and megachurches. They developed a set of catchphrases, including a rank of cult-like groups from the more benign live-your-life level to the concerning watch-your-back level all the way to the get-the-fuck-out level.
1: Wow. <laughs> what, I'm, I'm missing all of this.
0: <laughs> but Montel quickly saw problems in the partnership, claiming even simple tasks were difficult for Medina Mate. By 2021, Medina Mate was trying to push the podcast in a more comedy direction. Montel was skeptical, but eventually agreed to partner with Medina Mate's company, All Things Comedy. So, okay, it sounds like to me... Medina Matei had a company and Montel had... An idea. Had uh, content. Yeah. And they married the two and it didn't work out. She said she's trying to move it in a comedy direction and... They
1: recorded hundreds of episodes.
0: Okay, she partnered with this woman who... The name of her company is All Things Comedy. (laughs) Why... If like, of course she has it and go, what what did you think was going to happen? When you signed with the owner of All Things Comedy that it wasn't going to be a comedy podcast?
1: Oh, it's called Sounds Like a Cult, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, Sounds Like a Cult. The two women agreed to split the net revenues of the podcast in half. Montel cont- uh, contends the quality of the show deteriorated and that listeners left. Oh, and that listeners left increasingly negative. <laughs> that listeners left increasingly negative reviews. This is what you're going to do to me after all this Ozempic reviews.
1: No, um, we, we, we <laughs> made our way through that, I think
0: in November 2022 By the way,
1: I should be on our I should be featured as a host on our page. It's not? No, it's just you. It just says Tracy and Morrissey.
0: How do we set up the
1: host? I don't know. I never we like should, set
0: that up before.
1: We should look into that though. I know. Because like a lot of people have I
0: did look into also we have to like apply to get like into to be like a selected thing and we we've never applied before and I have to submit oh. art specs and stuff. Okay. And I think if I do all that, that's why I've been working on like the heads and things. Yeah, I added yeah. Sinead O'Connor and, and Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Um,
1: Which okay. I do not take any credit for, by the way.
0: So in 2022, Montel and Medina Mate announced they were joining the Exactly Right podcast network. And that is owned by these other two problematic chicks. Kill, uh, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark
1: Uh huh. they're oh, nice, so not exactly right
0: uh my <laughs> exactly my favorite right. murder girls
1: oh right okay
0: but the following month exactly right announced the partnership was canceled without elaboration I love all this drama Pod between drama. these girls yeah
1: god
0: following the collapse sounds like a cult hired a podcast editor in January 2023 oh I wonder who was editing it before Montel claims Medina Matei mistreated the editor, who told Montel privately that Medina Matei's behavior was creating a toxic environment. When Montel gently broached the problems to Medina Matei, she reacted with hostility. The situation came to a head in May after an episode titled The Cult of Survivor about the reality TV show, which garnered negative comments from listeners to the podcast Instagram. They're all
1: in the comments. Let's read
0: these comments. Can you pull them up? I want to hear what people said about this Survivor episode because it really broke them. It broke them.
1: Okay. When was it from?
0: May. Medina Matei reacted defensively, responding to individual comments and in one case calling a poster an asshole.
1: Wait, I can look back on the... Oh, it's
0: on Instagram. On their Instagram. Okay. For anyone with concerns about the Survivor episode, she wrote, here are my two responses. Goodbye. I'm done with the fucking negativity today. I mean, it's like, how old are these chicks?
1: Too old to be doing that.
0: At the time, Montel released a statement. I love that
1: it's about the comments. I, I love know, that the comments are each in each other the about the fucking comments. About the comments, and God. I love that the,
0: it's the the my favorite murder girls are like involved. Yes. So someone did such a good <clears throat> parody of them that I thought it was real. Montel ended up doing a story on Instagram, saying that Medina Mate's behavior was the result of a sudden, excruciating personal loss, and that they would both be taking a couple of weeks off. And after that, Montel and Medina Mate agreed to part ways and dissolve their company, but are deadlocked on the terms. Montel claims she owns all the intellectual property associated with the podcast, and Medina Mate. Well, why Matei would
1: that be? Because Medina Mate also was on it. Uh. Like, why would she own her comments? All of the intellectual property, Medina Matei contributed to that intellectual property. That's new. They don't have a contract, it
0: sounds like to me. So, but it it could go either way. That's
1: just ridiculous, right?
0: No, um, because it was her idea. Yeah. So she has the IP. Like, she, um, I mean, and they weren't friends. Like, she was a new acquaintance. Yeah. So I think that, like, you know, she, and she did all the legwork, like, she did all the research and she wrote that Mm -hmm. book and, I think this was just supposed to be like her Andy Richter. Mm-hmm. But then she had her own company and that's like where the problem is, you know?
1: Yeah. Because well, there's like,
0: they're a little bit on equal footing.
1: Yeah, exactly. They got so in bed together and now she's mad that they got in bed together. Yeah. But you, you did it.
0: She said that Medina Matei is only entitled to her 50% copyright on episodes in which oh, she see. appeared. Okay. Um, she is suing Medina Matei for damages of at least $500,000, arguing that her behavior effectively destroyed Sounds Like a Cult Podcast, and caused a substantial loss of value to the company and its future income stream. It sounds like a, a cult. cult. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to me like she that that she could have just kept the the podcast going. Yeah. What was that girl Medina Mate going to do if she just like just shut Took her out elsewhere. of the shut her out about the out of the iTunes account? Like just take it over as yourself. And then yeah. if it's really your idea and you're really going to keep going, it didn't have to destroy the whole thing
1: yeah unless somehow medina (laughs) mate was aggressive about that or made it difficult to do that as an option but
0: but how could she like how would she be able to like she wouldn't (laughs) i only met her tonight well i like that it's all
1: you know it's fun that's probably enough wouldn't you say yeah Okay. Even though I definitely know, I know there's other stuff. There's the thing, just a fun fact, a fun fact. Oh. dear Mr. Jesus, which we we're talking about, the singer of that, the child singer. Oh my oh.
0: God, we have to do the update. Yes. Oh, about you're doing the, it. You're the, doing the, it.
1: That she, okay. So we have another magic moment. Yes. Uh, Tracy texted me a few days ago. Oh my fucking God, remember how we discovered Sharon Batts was in a in, in BNI? Yeah. And a BNI, was it stand for?
0: Biznic. Business Network International.
1: Yes, and And it was a networking networking company. Company, yes, and it seemed like, and it was like a fucking pyramid scheme, right?
0: Seemed like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, as it turns out, I mean, it is probably because they, but they are charging these people to like have the meet and stuff.
1: Yes, and you'll remember to the girl on TikTok that was talking about uh, what's his name, Uh, Newman
0: Rex 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 Heuerman. Heuerman. who (laughs) is uh the he's the alleged Gilgo Beach. Serial killer,
1: right? Alleged, like he definitely he did it. Did it, yeah. yeah right. But alleged. You know how like
0: part of the way they caught him was that his wife's hairs had like gotten like on the bodies somehow. Like, so his wife has that kind of hair that just sheds. My hairs like that, and it's huh. just like always all over the place. So it like was on him, and then it got it like transferred onto them onto the wow. bodies, and then they were able to match up the DNA of her hair. I think out of the garbage or something.
1: Wow. Yeah. So he was in the same networking group. He was in BNI with, well, I mean, not with with Sharon Batts, but with the there was the girl on TikTok that talked about being in that networking group, and she was like, it was a nice group. (laughs) She had no issue with this,
0: but. They were in BNI, it seems like, at the same time.
1: It does. It does. So I wonder if there it, is that connection there. He's
0: in the New York chapter? I mean...
1: Maybe we should reach out to Sharon Batts for comment.
0: Oh my God, let's do it.
1: Okay. All right, we have
0: to okay. write that down.
1: Okay. I'm writing it down right now.
0: Okay. Um. And that's that. That's it. But that was a magic moment.
1: Yes. Uh, that was a big one because we talked about Dear Mr. Jesus completely irrespective <laughs> of... The Gilio Beach Killer. Is it Gilio? Gilgo. 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 Gil- <laughs> it's not Gil. Gilgo. Gilgio? No, it's Gilgo. Gilgo. <laughs> <laughs> the Gilgo Beach Murderer. Completely different. I mean, Dear Mr. Jesus was a tangent of tangents, really. That had nothing to do with anything. We just started. We did it for Christmas in July.
0: Uh, well, because I was talking about that little girl that was beat.
1: Well, you, I don't you, you actually, the reason that we talked about it to get into very recent <laughs> psychology history was because as we were leaving, you were talking about um, that, the, what, woman, the famous woman that was Usbaum, head Hedda Usbaum. That's and, like when
0: everyone learned about uh, beaten woman syndrome.
1: And it was when her kid's story made the news Dear Mr. Jesus was out and it kind of became this, you know, it was a shocking story. And then they were playing the song in tribute to this killed this murdered child. Um, it had nothing to do with Rex Heuerman. Heuerman, yeah, nothing to do with him, no,
0: other than us,
1: <laughs> exactly,
0: and I.
1: Well, so I hope you uh take back Rex. With you. If
0: you're out there tonight,
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> we're thinking about you. I don't want to talk to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about him,
1: yeah, there's a difference. Do they, do they listen difference. to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry patreon.com slash uh, pod psychology because you know
0: what we're going to be talking about Tori Spelling and my Jamil and Jamil dream
1: yeah the dream <laughs> I can't wait to hear about the dream and I'm going to talk it bothered about me today. who will I talk about oh you know what I want to talk about hmm. I kind of want to talk about try that in a small town oh okay you know it I do and what Emily Radigowski said about Taylor Swift right. okay it's all right. coming up on the bonus <laughs>